0: What does it mean to live differently? Hi, I'm Jenna. Welcome to the Simple Home Podcast. The real reason behind this podcast is to encourage you to live differently. In a society that tells us that more is better and busy is to be expected, I want to give you permission and tips and tricks to help you create a simpler home, simpler days, and cherished moments. Each week, we'll talk about decluttering, organizing, and managing a home. We'll talk about thriving in motherhood, slowing down, and cherishing the journey. Most importantly, we'll have real conversations with real moms who are choosing to live differently and finding joy in motherhood. Take the first step to simplifying your motherhood and head over to athomewithkids.com forward slash resources to find a free resource that's perfect for you in the season that you're in. And stick with me each week as we dive into these topics together. Well, hey there, welcome to another episode of the Simple Home Podcast. In case we haven't met before, my name is Jenna and I'm so thrilled you are tuning in this week. This week we are doing day three of the workshop that I told you I have done live in a Facebook group um, and I just wanted to bring it here so you're kind of listening in on that live workshop. So excuse me if I'm talking to other people or anything like that during this episode. Um, If you haven't listened to day one and day two, go back and listen to the previous two weeks as well. You don't have to listen to them in order, but they do kind of build on each other. So do make sure that you listen to all three. All right, I am going to go ahead and jump us into that workshop. Well, hey there, we are here for day three. I hope you are able to be here live or watching the replay just make sure that you get through all this material because i know that you can make huge changes and today is my very favorite day of the week so we're going to be talking all about routines and just how to make all of those daily and weekly tasks that just keep coming up over and over and over um, just how to make those simpler for you so hi deanna thank you so much for coming live it's so good to have you Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about routines and this is my very favorite topic because this is where the magic really happens. This is where things start to feel better and more doable. So you know, while decluttering and organizing can make a huge difference, um, routines are really what impact your life and what keep you consistent from a day to day basis and help you to go forward and just make everything simpler, all of your to-dos and all of that. But decluttering is really the place to start because if you have too much stuff, if it's overwhelming, then you really can't focus on the routines. So remember in the beginning when I said just getting rid of your clutter, getting rid of stuff and organizing your house isn't going to give you the simpler life that you were looking for. It's really more about these routines and shifting your mindset about stuff. and and shifting your mindset about bringing more stuff into your house. So that being said, we're going to do routines today so that we can really start to see where having less stuff is going to benefit us in so many other areas so that we can shift our mindset and stop bringing unwanted items into our house and so forth. Tomorrow we're gonna talk about maintaining and we will talk about mindset there and we'll talk about a lot of the shifts that need to happen. But just know that as we talk about these routines, they're only possible if we've simplified some of our stuff and that's why we did start with decluttering, but they're doable, so you can be thinking about like what areas in my life feel really, really hard. Maybe it's getting meals on the table, maybe it's laundry, maybe it's cooking. It's those things that we are just constantly having to do over and over that we're gonna set up routines for. So stick with me all the way to the end. All right, so let's chat about routines. Now, I want you to think about routines as being like small little habit chains, and I'll talk more about that in just a second, but small habit chains that you form to like automate, to put things, make things automatic. Those things that you do on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, or even further out, maybe a monthly basis, but those things that you're doing constantly, I want you to think of routines as as a way to make those more automatic in your life. Create habits around them so that You don't have to use your precious energy, your brain juice, your power to do those things. They just come automatically, like getting up and brushing your teeth in the morning or driving... Um, Your kids to school in the morning. I bet you do that without even thinking about where you're going where you're headed You're just you can automatically get there and I want a lot of these things to be the same for you So we're gonna talk about making them more automatic. That's what a routine does for you It changes it from being something you have to think about all the time to something you barely ever think about because you have the systems in Place to make it work. Okay, so I see some of you in the comments, but I don't see your numbers yet So I'm looking over over there. So make sure you post that. Okay. All right. So you're going to think about making these habit chains. Okay. And what a habit chain is, is where you already have a habit formed and you just add something new to it to develop a new habit. And you're kind of, you're kind of creating this little chain. I got this from Atomic Habits, which is by James Clear. It is one of my favorite books of all time. I read it more than once each year. That's how I start the new year. And then I continue reading it um, because it's just, it's so good. And he writes it towards kind of businesses, but the truth is it is applicable in every area of your life. I always recommend this book. So if you haven't read it, Go read Atomic Habits or do what I do and listen to it on (laughs) on Amazon or wherever you listen to your audiobooks. That makes it way easier, right, with all the stuff going on. But that is a great book. So he talks about habit chains. And what this is, it's like if you wake up and you brush your teeth automatically, that's already a habit for you. Add one thing to that. And maybe that's wiping down the counters. So I talked about this a little bit in the beginning. My kids do this. So that's their habit chain. They go, they brush their teeth wipe down the counters. These things are not perfect. And I'm gonna work on this with my kids as they grow, obviously, and I'm gonna work on it with myself also, just making these things a habit. But if you already have a habit and you can add another thing to it, you'll it'll be more easily that you form a new habit. So another example would be laundry. When I first decided I wanted to do laundry every day, I was haphazard at it like I did it in the morning sometimes in the afternoon sometimes then I wouldn't get it put away so then the next day I wouldn't put a new load in and then start piling up again and it never it wasn't becoming a habit it was still a hassle for me and so I had to add it to a habit that I was already doing so now I wake up in the morning and I go to the bathroom and brush my teeth and I throw the laundry in every single morning no matter what Even if it's a small load, maybe I add some towels to it or sheets. There's always enough laundry to do, but I do it at the same time every day. And now it's a habit. I do not think about it. Before I walk out the door to take my kids to school or to work or whatever it is in the morning, I throw that into the dryer. So I know I'm going to do that before I walk out the door for the first thing. And then when we all get home from the day, from school or from work or wherever we're at we fold it and put it away. And that way it's all done. It's a habit. I know when these things are going to happen. They take place every time. I do not have to think about it. So we're trying to make these things automatic. That's what a routine does for you. It totally shifts it from being work and an extra chore to just being part of your regular day. So These are tasks, like I said, that need to be done either multiple times per day or maybe weekly or even a little bit less often, but things that are causing you stress that come up often. Those are the tasks we're gonna start with. Those are the tasks that need routines. It's not things that happen like every six months or once a year because that's not taking up your brain power every single day. I'm sure that you've heard um, the research done that we really only have a certain amount of calories (laughs) in our brain every day to burn and if we're using up all those calories on thinking about laundry then we are wasting them you have more precious things to be worrying about or doing or thinking about than laundry or meal prep or any of that so we've got to make it so that you do not have to use your brain power on those things so laundry is a good example because i know so many of us um, think about that often And also meal planning. I know I've talked about that a little bit. So let's walk through some examples and then kind of what you can do to help um, automate those. Kind of like I talked about creating those habit chains. So your first step is going to be identifying the areas that are causing you stress. Where in your house or what part of your day is causing you the most stress? I know a lot of the ones I hear about are meal planning, cooking or prep for meals, laundry, cleaning, and getting out the door in the morning. Those seem to be really hot ticket items um, for people when it comes to feeling stressed and just um, not really knowing how to add those to our day with less less worry. So those are areas that you might want to think about, but it might be something totally different as well. And that's fine. Think through your day, think through your week and what areas are causing you the biggest headaches. And those are the areas you're going to start with. And then we're going to break it down. So once you identify an area, you've got to break down what that looks like. So I kind of talked about laundry a little bit. Let's keep going with that example. For laundry, you know, there's three steps to it. There's getting it into the laundry and washing it, putting it in the dryer and drying it, and then getting it put away. And getting it put away has always been the hardest thing for me. That's the one that I always feel is like going to take so long and just be, you know, overwhelming and I never want to do it. And that's why I would end up with piles of clean laundry on my couch. Anybody else ever? <laughs> Find yourself there where you can get the laundry cleaned and dried, but it just never goes anywhere from there. So that has been me for a long time until I switched to this daily laundry. And like I said before, if I don't actually go through the whole process of putting it away, I still end up with piles. So for example, this weekend, we had an incredibly busy weekend. My dad was in town, he lives out of state and he was in town and we were with them and there was just a lot and they were late days. And so I did not get all the way through the laundry routine. I got it put in the wash and I got it dried, but I did not get it put away because at night when we got back, I was too tired. So I ended up with three loads of laundry sitting on the chair, all washed but not put away and that can happen so fast if your routine gets out of whack a little bit it can happen so fast so it's gonna still happen but it's gonna be few and far between it's not something you're gonna have to worry about every day it's not something where your kids are gonna come and say where are my shorts and every time you're gonna say oh they're on the chair or they're on the couch Um, because most days you're gonna get it right because you have these routines in place. So you need to break it down. So if meal planning is one of those things for you, or just meal prep, really it's the cooking, it's the getting the food on the table that's usually the biggest stressor. And so if we break that down, meal planning can be a part of that. But you know what else is a part of that? Is putting your groceries away and knowing what you're gonna shop for. So you gotta know what's in your pantry and then plan based around what you have and what you're gonna get at the store and then actually going to the grocery store. So there's a lot of steps And there's a lot of things and that's what feels so overwhelming. It's like, oh my gosh, look at, it's like a bucket kind of explodes with all these different things we're going to have to do for this one task that has to be done so often. But let's simplify it a little bit. A lot of times, some of the stress comes from shopping too often, like just running in and picking up a couple items every few days because you forgot them or you didn't have a plan or you realize you want to make something else. And so we want to take that stress out and say, what day of the week, what time is the best for you to go shopping? Maybe it's Sunday evening when your husband's home or your spouse is home with the kids and you can go alone or Monday morning before everybody wakes up, maybe you want to start your week that way. Or maybe you like to go with your kids right after school one day. Choose a time. This is going to be the time at grocery shop. And then give yourself time when you get home to put those things away where they go. Don't rush through the grocery store and then realize, okay, wait a minute, you know, we have to get to swim practice. I didn't think this out and now I can't put the groceries away. You need to put this stuff in your schedule and make it a habit. Every Monday morning, I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'm going to come home and I'm going to put it away in my pantry. Okay, and when you're putting your food away in your pantry, make sure it's organized the way you want real quick. Reorganize it really fast. I actually like to do that when I'm meal planning. So I like to meal plan at the beginning of the week. I do this on Sundays. I just go through really quick and look and see what we have left in the fridge or the pantry. I have a shopping list I go off of every single time and honestly 90% of the time I buy the exact same thing at the grocery store. I don't do a lot of variety. Those are the things we eat and we always need. And so, you know, we get fruit, we get veggies, um, we get chicken, we get ground beef. And a lot of times I get, I have enough chicken and ground beef to last a little while. So I look in my freezer real quick. I get frozen fruit for our smoothies. I get spinach and another kind of green for our salads. Like I have a list that I go off of and it's the same every single time. So when I look in my fridge, I know, okay, I have enough cottage cheese and I have enough yogurt. I don't have to buy that this week. And I just cross it off real quick of the list that I've already made. And I just put it right on my phone on the notes tab. And that way each week I use the same list. So it takes time up front to develop these routines, but if you can actually schedule it in your day and in your week, it's gonna be so much easier. So meal planning is not something that has to be done every single day, but if you're feeling like, man, I've tried meal planning and it's hard, then do it each day. Get in the habit of each morning just looking real quick and saying, these are the things I have, we're gonna have X, Y, and Z. And that way when it comes dinner time, you already know and I promise you that's gonna take away so much stress. If you can't get in the habit of meal planning for a whole week, then just do it each morning, figure it out so that you know this is what we're gonna have for dinner and you're gonna feel lighter already. It's when we get to four o'clock and all our kids are melting down and we're melting down and you know it's chaos and we're trying to get kids in from school or do homework or whatever and we still don't know what we're gonna eat. Those are the nights where it feels chaotic and crazy. So we've got to break these things down and just make them a little simpler and then turn them into a habit. Put them on a certain day, put them at a certain time of your day. Think about like, where will it naturally fit into my day or my week? Um, One of the things that I was doing when all my kids were at school, except for my youngest, is I would go grocery shopping Monday mornings right after we dropped the other two off. So I would just have one kid with me, made it a little bit easier, you know, and in the summers we switched to that, obviously, because all three kids were there. And I don't actually mind bringing my kids to the grocery store. I kind of enjoy that time with them, talking about the food and what we're going to make and all that stuff. But if you don't, think about when it naturally fits in where maybe you don't have that stress or maybe you're already going to be out dropping kids off or picking kids up and you can swing to the grocery store then, so you don't have to make an extra trip every week. So wherever it's gonna naturally fit is where you want it to be. Okay, it sounds like, well, I don't have the time for this, but the truth is, all the worrying and all the trying to figure it out last minute takes more time than if you have a plan and you have it put in place, and it's just automatic. If you're gonna do it every Sunday right after church, Right when you leave church, you go straight to the grocery store. You don't even think about it. You've just saved yourself a ton of time. You're already out. You knew where you were going. So sometimes setting up these routines takes some forethought. We have to think about it beforehand, but in the end, it saves you so much time. Maybe you can get in the habit of doing your grocery shopping online and having it delivered to your house. So Sunday morning, you sit down and you meal plan, you look through your pantry, decide which items you need, and you put in your order online and it comes to your house Sunday afternoon and you and your kids and family put it away together. Whatever works for you. It's different for every household, but you need a plan. And then it's about sticking to it. Okay. Being consistent. If If it kind of gets off track a little bit and you're feeling like, oh, this isn't really working, it's either because you're not sticking to it, you haven't made that commitment yet, or it's too complicated, or it's at the wrong time or day of the week. So sometimes you just have to shift a little bit. I see, Deanna said. Yes, my husband and I joke and call it the laundry couch. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it used to be for me too. My kids would ask where their clothes were, and they'd be like, "Never mind, Mom. I know it's on the couch <laughs> because that's where it always is." So. Yeah, I'm with you, Deanna. It's just about setting up that routine. And when people um you know, when they hear me say do laundry every day, most people cringe and think I'm absolutely nuts. But I have to tell you that is the one thing that changed everything for me when it came to laundry, is just get through it every day. I don't even think about it now. I know it's gonna take me five minutes to fold the clothes because it's just one load. It's not three or five, it's one load. It's gonna take me a couple minutes so I don't stress about it. Before it was a big pile on my couch and I knew, man, that's gonna take my whole afternoon and I didn't wanna do it. So rather than waiting and making it a bigger mess, just do it right then. The other tip that has always helped me in setting routines and sticking with them, being consistent, is writing down how much time they actually take me. So when you start this process of developing your routines, figure out how much time it's going to take to do each item, and that lessens the load a little bit. Because in our minds, a lot of these things are huge, and in reality, if we sit and do them, it just takes us a few minutes. So think about that as well. Now this is really a one at a time (laughs) type process. You cannot change all your routines overnight. You can't develop like hundreds of habits at once. You need to take it slow and choose one. Choose one area that's your biggest stressor, cleaning or cooking or anything. I mean, there's a million things I could list here that may need a routine for you. Choose one and get it down. Maybe right now because we're all transitioning into some people are going back to work now, some people will have kids going to school. Maybe it's a morning routine. Maybe that's where you're gonna form those habits and form a routine and get out the door. Or an evening routine to make your mornings easier. If you don't have my um, list for 10 things to do every evening, I'm gonna link it in this group. Make sure to download it, it can give you some ideas. These are the things I do at the end of my day, to kind of close out my house so that I'm ready in the morning and it makes life in the morning so much easier. And maybe that will be helpful for you as well. So I will link to that. It's called um, 10 Things in 20 Minutes and it just makes morning so much easier. So I'll link to that. But whatever part of the day or your week that feels the hardest for you, that's where you need a routine. Okay. I also want you to not think of it so much as like a schedule. Like I said, put grocery shopping somewhere on your calendar and I meant that, but I don't mean like it has to be at 8.15 every Monday. You know, what I mean is think about it like with kids. When we create our routines for our kids, it's often like we're going to have breakfast and then we're going to do this. And then maybe it's going to be, you know, outside time or whatever. But it doesn't have to be so structured that it's like at 11 o'clock, we're going to do this at 1130, we're going to do this at, you know, two o'clock, we're going to do this because our days often get off track from that. And then we feel like we failed. We can't do it. Routines can be fluid. Routines can kind of fit in with your life, but you're forming those habit chains. So you're anchoring them with something else that's already a habit. So think of it more like that, like anchoring it with something you're already doing more than like having to do something at a certain time. So a lot of cleaning routines out there, you know, they say like Monday, I'm going to do sweeping my floors and Tuesday, I'm going to clean the bathroom and Wednesday, so on and so on. And that's fine. And that works for a lot of people. But where I see it fall apart is When people get to Wednesday and they realize they haven't done Tuesday or Monday because they didn't get to it, and now they're at Wednesday and they're feeling like, oh my gosh, I already failed at this, I'm never going to get this done, so I'm just not even going to bother, and then they get to Sunday and they feel horrible about it and they're like, oh, my house is such a mess, when if they got to Wednesday and hadn't done Monday or Tuesday, instead of having it be so rigid, they could say, okay, what area of my house looks the messiest? I'm going to go ahead and sweep up the floors because that's bugging me. Okay, so thinking about like where where you can be a little more flexible with yourself so that you don't feel like you've failed and you can't do it. Now, as far as cleaning goes, I always tell people to try to put some of those cleaning tasks in with other anchored um, habits that are already there. So like wiping down the counter after you brush your teeth or wiping down the toilet after you, you know, right before you get in the shower or I don't know, whatever those little cleaning tests are because it makes it more manageable at the end of the week. You don't feel like you have to spend your whole Saturday or Sunday cleaning. You've just kept up with it as you go. All right. That was a lot. I always feel like I'm talking so darn fast in these because I want to like compile everything into these 30 minute... (laughs) Workshops, but um, hopefully, all of that made sense, and your mind is going right now with what area can I choose? Because today, I do want you to choose one area. I want you to choose your biggest um, problem area. Sorry, I was looking behind me, I thought I heard the door open. My kiddos are watching a movie while I do this, Um, so who knows if we'll get a little visitor, but I want you to choose one area that is your biggest problem, that you are gonna implement a routine. You're gonna sit down, write out the steps of whatever it takes to get that one thing done, break it down into tiny steps, and decide where it fits naturally in your day. And I want you to tell us about it. So whether you're watching this live or you're watching it on the replay, put it in the comments, tell me what your routine. You are gonna try out today or tomorrow or this week for sure so that you can start getting those habits formed. And remember, it's totally, okay to tweak them as you go it's okay to completely change it next week if you're like that didn't work at all that's okay also remember just like systems when we when we're organizing you've got to train other people if you want their help and it's a good idea to delegate some of these things you don't have to do it all maybe you have older kids who know how to use the washer and the dryer. My kids don't yet, they push the wrong buttons every time, but I'm hoping here in the next year or two, Um, but they can fold their laundry and put it away. So they do that part. So, but maybe you have kids that can throw the laundry in before they take their shower in the morning and then throw it in the dryer before they go to school and then you fold it and put it away or delegate that part to them. So think about where you can delegate as well as you're forming these routines, help um, take some of the load off of you. All right. Okay, so I'm hoping that you have some questions around this or some you know, little things that I can help you with because I really, this is such a big, important one. I don't want you to miss it. I want you to make sure that you put some routines in into place because you're gonna start feeling so much lighter just with one and then you're gonna be able to do the next one and the next one, but do remember that if you still have a lot of clutter, which I'm not expecting that you've decluttered your house yet, I mean, We've just gone through some tips, but if you have a lot of clutter around, you're not going to be able to implement a lot of routines yet because you don't have the time or the headspace to do it. You've got to first kind of simplify your house and then do this. But there are routines you can put into place that will help you get like declutter and have less like the laundry routine, right? That's something you're going to have to do either way. So if you can put something like that into place, then that would be great. But as you declutter, you're going to be able to do more and more of this and you're going to feel the impact of it faster. It kind of snowballs, um, just like when we start decluttering and then we realize, Oh, I don't need this stuff and I don't need this stuff. It all kind of snowballs together and just creates more simplicity for you. So that's what I want for you so much. This is also why I created the Simple Home Reset Mentorship Program, just so I could dive deeper in with a group of people who are really serious about making changes. And so it's been so amazing, the connections I've made and the friendships that, that we've built between me and my students, but also student to student. There's just been so many great connections. So that's kind of the reason that I did that as well. I just want things to be simpler for you. So for those of you who do not know what the program is, um, it's the Simple Home Reset Mentorship Program. It's a seven-week program. For the first six weeks, we walk through these five steps, plus there's a week where I give you um, decluttering guided decluttering videos. So you get to watch me declutter just popular areas in a home, areas I know a lot of people struggle with. I will show you exactly how I do it what my closet looks like, give you a little home tour so that you can see just examples to kind of help you go from there. But we go through my five steps that I have used um, over and over again to help people declutter and organize. So we'll, we'll do the first step, which is design, where we think about designing the home that you love. And I don't mean like designing it like i'm going to build a brand new fancy house. I mean, in your home right now, how can we make it the house that you want and love? What do you want it to look like? How do you want it set up? How do you want it to feel? All of those things. And then we're going to talk about decluttering and curating. So, only having the things in our lives that truly serve us and that we love and use and just make us joyful when we see them. Then we'll talk about organization. We'll do the de- the declutter, the the guided declutter videos, excuse me, that's a mouthful. (laughs) Um, And we talk about routines and systems, setting up rhythms throughout your day so that time management is easier, household chores are easier, all those things. And then we talk, we go deeper into the maintenance area. So maintenance is what we're gonna talk about tomorrow, but we really dive into that in uh, the workshop because I know how valuable that is. I do not want you to go through all of this, whether it's just this workshop or the mentorship program, and then six months from now be back on my doorstep saying I need you again because my house is full of clutter again. I want this to be once and for all you get through it and then we just maintain it. It's easier from here on out. So that's what I want for you. So if any of this sounds good to you and you're thinking um, this is something that you'd really like to join, you can go to at homewithkids.com forward slash simple home reset and you can join it any time, so don't feel pressured to do so right now if it's not the right time for you. Either way, I truly hope you've enjoyed this episode. I cannot wait to come at you next week with maintenance, so we're going to be doing the fourth day of this workshop and talking all about how to maintain all of this work that you are doing. All right, I can't wait to talk to you next week. Have a blessed week. Thank you for joining me on the Simple Home podcast this week. It truly is a blessing to have you here. If you've been enjoying this podcast and found encouragement here, can you take a moment to leave a rating and a review on iTunes? This is how podcasts grow and how they reach larger audiences, and I am so thankful to get to work with so many women and spread this message so if you have a moment head to iTunes and leave a rating and a review I love to read what you have to say and I might just spotlight you on an upcoming episode also if you think a friend could use this kind of encouragement go ahead and share it with them tell them about the podcast tag me on Instagram with a picture of you listening whatever we can do to encourage more women to live differently thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week